drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. And th- and there we go. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, I I am here with Tommy from the band Traditions. Hello. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Like, okay, so I was just talking to Danny right right before, and I was like, dude, I've I've never talked to this guy. And like Danny told me he was like, dude, he's the nicest person on this planet. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be the easiest like talking to ever. So I was like, oh sick. I'm like I'm like the 30th nice person I'd probably see. Maybe maybe 26 <laughs> nicest. <Let's see. laughs> yeah. Dude, okay, well, this is gonna be a judge, dude, and I'm judging hard right now. Sick. All right, for sure. It's, <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta come correct with the niceness. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> What's dude. up, man? Oh, continue. Sorry, I, I I apologize. No, no, I was actually just gonna say, what up? How are you doing? How's everything going over there with you guys? Awesome, man. Just like you know, hanging out, doing uh, doing the thing, you know, like staying at home and not doing anything. Yeah, so doing the thing cool. that is nothing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I I feel you on that. I'm I'm right there. I'm right back with you. You know, I I tattooed uh, I tattooed Riley, and then a few days after that, we got shut down again. So here I oh, am, just damn. chilling at home. So yeah, dude, no way. And also, yeah. first of all, like first of all, that tattoo is so clean, dude. Oh my oh. god. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was he was super easy to work with, man. We were just chilling and you know just talking band stuff and you know swapping stories and stuff. It was awesome. Heck yeah, dude. And like, okay, it's like, so like, yeah. When I found out that you were, you did tattoos, I was like, oh, sick. Like, how did you even get into that, anyways? Well, <laughs> um, so I want. I've always wanted to learn how to do it. Um, you know, in my mid to late twenties, early twenties, even, I, it was just something that I I'd wanted to learn how to do. And I had a buddy of mine that was, that was tattooing at his house and I kind of bugged him and stuff to uh, <laughs> show, show me the ropes. And then eventually, you know, he was like, yeah, come check it out. So I would kind of sit and watch him do his thing. And I was learning how to draw, you know, kind of tattoo-y style drawings. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. I've, I've, yeah. I've always been an artist, you know, pretty much since I was a little kid, but just trying to like, you know, get my feet wet with, with that world. And then uh, he ended up stopping. And then I just, I kind of just, you know, had, had a, had a thought to myself and I was like, you know, I'm getting a little bit older, you know, this is something that I might want to do. Uh, maybe it might be a good job. You know, it's an art related job where you can actually make, you know, a decent, okay living off doing it. So that exactly. was kind of, yeah, that was kind of my initial motivation to get into it. And then uh, my, my band at the time, uh, we were called I Omega. We had a clothing sponsor. Um, you might have heard of them. They're called Degenerate Clothing. I don't think they're around anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Degenerate, uh, Chris, one of the co-owners of the company, sponsored our band. And uh, yeah, he so he had a, one of his good friends who ended up being my mentor, Chris, and he basically just put in a good word for me. He's like, yo, my homie um, wants to get an apprenticeship. You know, he's a decent artist. You know, check out his stuff and, and uh, you know, see if you can give him a shot. So I did, man. I brought down my portfolio and um, showed him my work. And then he was like, yeah, just come hang out at the shop. And then it turned into kind of like a monetary motivation. And as soon, when I got into, you know, the, the apprenticeship of it and learning the history and the craft and, and all, all of the things that go, that go into tattooing, it, it literally became an obsession. Like, I just became so enthralled with the history, with the lineage, with just the craft in general. And, and now it's, it's, it's the funnest job in the world, man. I, I couldn't be more stoked to be a part of it. So, Oh, dude. Dude. And also knowing that, like, you got, like, you're, like, you're, you're actually in it, in, in, like, in it to, like, I, I'm trying to reword it. Like you're, yeah, no, you're sure. actually, yeah, you're trying, you're doing it because now you're upset. That's so sick, dude. That is, 
Oh, that's so awesome, man. To dude. find someone that's like like passionate about it is so badass. Yeah, dude, it's 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 amazing, man. I couldn't be more stoked. You know, I mean that's that that adage of, you know, if you never work a day in your life, if you do something you love. It's true, man. I I I enjoy going into work every day, whether it's something that's a you know, something super dope and a big cool color piece, or if it's just a little infinity symbol or something, you know, some little trinket <laughs> tattoo, like it's all good, man. It's all fun and and I'm truly blessed, man. I'm really, really lucky to be where I'm at. So Oh, dude, dude, and and also I feel like that's perfect. Like since you do play music and everything, like that, that that's like the perfect job to come home to if you like you're from tour. Or anything. Right, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's um well okay. So when I was in my old band, um my old band was called I Omega, and we yeah. were we were we were actually we were doing pretty well. We were signed to a label called Bullet Tooth, and it, it used to be um it used to be Trustkill. So oh, well, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So we were signed on that label. We had a booking agent, manager, all that stuff. So we were touring, um, and I was apprenticing while we were touring. Towards the tail end of that band was like kind of like in the middle of my apprenticeship. So my job okay. that I, my job I had at the time, my job job that actually paid my my bills was uh, I was a ser- <laughs> I was a ser- I was a server, and uh, I had a great spot, dude. The my restaurant was awesome. All my coworkers were great, but my manager, dude, he was he was the shit. He would just let me get my time off. You know, you got need two or three weeks or a month or whatever. You know, I could take my time off and then come back home and still be on the schedule so so i was lucky man i got i got really fortunate with a lot of the way things worked out for for both of you know music and art so damn dude that's that's insane that that's so rare (laughs) i dude i know right i've just been getting lucky man getting dealt good hands man i can't complain dude oh (laughs) that's so sick man like that makes me so stoked like just to just to hear anyone like actually being able to like pursue their dreams like in a way like that is extremely sick dude so i that's so awesome definitely man i'm i'm fortunate i you know count my blessings all the time dude for sure for sure i'm i'm, I'm stoked <laughs> to say the least sir yeah <laughs> dude so like so like well like well since you said that was your like was that like one of your was that one of your first bands like i omega because i i remember hearing about them forever ago <laughs> yeah it was one it was my first like okay so basically that band was came out of another band that came out of another band so um i started with this this pop punk band we were called unfinished business and this was like you know the glory days man like early early 20 early 20s you know we were playing like the whiskey and selling tickets and you know doing pay to play and we we did our we did our first tour and we didn't know what the hell we were doing we were just rolling around in a in a expedition with a trailer attached to it just getting into trouble it was it was awesome dude so a couple members of that band um um, my buddies mike and ron they were brothers the bass player and the drummer they ended up coming aboard with my um one of my longtime friends ryan and we formed a band called the syncope threshold and then that band is when it started to really pick up like we we got signed um we actually had some pretty solid management um our manager was this dude named jerry club and he used to manage um suicide silence memphis mayfire wow um i think like uh a bunch of other bands like he had a lot he had a pretty heavy roster right and he had us too so we started to play a bunch of shows we started to do some touring we did the last 10 days of warp tour in I think it was like 08 or something. And then uh, we were supposed, yeah, dude, it was just, shit was starting to pick up. And then we were supposed to go on a run with Attack Attack right after. What? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Dude, crazy, right? So we, we did we did Warp Tour and then our first show with Attack Attack um, to, to be, to put it, you know, to put it nicely, um, there was some inner band conflict um oh, <laughs> so we, we we played one show um things didn't work out with certain members and we ended up having to drop off that tour so out of that band came i omega so it was basically myself ryan 
and the other the, the brothers had left you know a little bit before the warp tour they were done they kind of you know went off and did their own thing so okay. that that band was bred out of singing threshold which was bred out of uh unfinished business so i omega was my first band where like we were serious you know we tried to tour as much as possible we were getting stuff out there and you know like really really putting putting our you know feet to the ground and putting in work so dude that's nuts and like dude like i'm such a scene kid so hearing attack attack like blows my mind dude, that's so dude. sick. <laughs> i you know i used to when i first heard um their first like out the first uh music video or whatever they put out i was so pissed i was like what the f- i don't know if i'm allowed to cuss or not i was like what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> i was i was one of those haters because you know I, I was like a hard i've always been a kid at heart and I, I like hardcore and pop punk like i was a super big terror fan like oh okay. you know, the, the listening to that shit i was just like dude this is so whack and then the <laughs> next album they came out with i was like this is kind of sick dude like it was really good like i was st- <laughs> i was stoked on it and then when we when we did warp tour i got to actually hang out and like talk and bro down a little bit with caleb and he was oh, super dang. nice dude yeah he was super nice and i was like dude we're going out with you guys again or going out with you guys after warp tour and he was like, cool, man, for sure. And that's when he was like the dude. I think he started out as just the keyboardist and then yep, yep. the vocalist. Yeah. So he was the vocalist. And yeah, he was super cool. He's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So we had, I think there was like five shows booked with them. It was like a short run, but man, I'm super bummed that didn't happen. But, you know, it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason, you know, I guess. So, but uh, yeah, I, I ended up getting really stoked on that band and like really into them. So yeah, at first hated them, but then I came around. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so cool. But like, I mean, that happens with so much music anyways. Like, totally like, I, I, I like because i don't know i it took it took me forever to get in like hardcore which it blows my mind because now i like like am like super involved in everything like i love hardcore like so yeah right. i totally know what you mean <laughs> yeah totally yeah the, I, the scene is awesome too man it's, especially now i was talking with this when i was uh did the podcast with daniel um you know the oh, the yeah? scene the scene now especially with you guys and with Mero and with Iron Rule and all and all of the homies bands like it's so much it just seems a lot more chill it seems a lot more inviting and a lot more of of a loving atmosphere than it did when I was you know doing doing my thing with my old band with I Omega and Secret Threshold and stuff it seems there was a lot more like competition based oh, no mentality way. yeah it was it was cool like we had our we had a lot of really close friends and, and good dudes that uh, we were friends with but I just feel like the the hardcore like the heavy scene um now as opposed to back then it just seems a little bit it seems more chill now which is which is awesome and I'm, I'm super stoked to be back doing it again man to be honest with you that's awesome dude so then like so then uh did you did you start traditions or did you join them i started traditions so basically um after i omega broke up um we, we ended amicably um my okay. guitar player he moved to norcal our singer clay was from louisville kentucky so he was getting homesick he moved back out there oh, wow. to uh to basically go go uh you know start his life back out there back home and be around family and friends and stuff so we just we all we split on good terms we i still talk to those guys all the time um i've tattooed all three of the old i omega guys you know often you know pretty much throughout yeah. the year so they're they're we're still we're still super close but after my apprenticeship you know i you know how it is man when you play music it's just something that never goes away you just you just want to do it so i had been friends with andres our vocalist and we'd played shows with uh with his old band jambi i omega and jambi and syncope and jambi played together so him and i you know we, we were really Really cool and we always we always got along really well and i you know we was just one of those things where we you know chatted about maybe starting a side project or something you know at some point and um so i hit him up you know basically like hey you know i mean i've i don't have a band now maybe we could try to do something and you know do something heavy and and uh you know see what happens so we we had the band just the two of us for a while for, oh, for wow. you know a handful of years it was literally just the 
of us just releasing, you know, just releasing some studio singles and, you know, just kind of like trying to find members. And uh, so it started out as my pet project and then Andy jumped in and it, it kind of became our pet project. And then, um, yeah, now we're, we're where we're at. We have our boy Gilly on drums. Um, he's such a ripper. Good dude. Hell yeah. We got super close. And then our new bass player, uh, Dan, was in a band called Hacksaw Circumcision. I believe is the name of their band. Damn. Uh, I, I, better, I better not. I better. Oh, fuck. I hope I didn't get that name wrong. But yeah, he's <laughs> he, he's he's the new bassist, man. He he's the he's the new guy, and he's he's a ripper, dude. He shreds. He's a super awesome, dude. It just sucks for him because he he got to play his one show before the uh, stay at home orders, and you know now we just been kind of stuck. So yeah, he got a little taste of it, and now we're just nope. You know, TB TBD. We'll figure out when that's gonna happen again. So. Damn, dude. Of, yeah. of course. He, uh, right. You know, I, like it's a double-edged sword. At least he, uh, at least he got to play. But then also, it sucks so bad because he only got to play one. Right. Yeah. I know, dude. He was he was getting super stoked, and you know, we we practiced with him a few times, and it was gelling great, man. Like he's definitely the dude. He's he's a good fit, and he he's got a good musical mind himself. So you know, I'm I'm stoked to have him. I hope I got his band name right. If I don't, I'm I'm sincerely uh, sorry. Sorry about that, Dan. When you hear this, so my bad, dog. If it's, <laughs> if it's not. Saucer position. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, but you know, long story short, yeah, it's uh, it started out as my project, and then Andy jumped on, and then uh, you know, here we are. So, damn, dude, that see yeah. th- that that's so cool to hear. And like, so like, since it started out as like your like your pet project, like did did <laughs> so how's the writing process now? Like, is it like basically like you or do do like do everyone throw ideas together? Well, so basically how it's how it's been up until now up until this new record is pretty much i've been writing all the instrument instrumentals and stuff and on okay dress just basically takes care of everything vocally um like when it started you know patterns cadences all that stuff was all him you know instrumental arrangements all that stuff was me okay um with the, with the ep that we released um i i kind of worked with him a little bit on vocals just like cadence cadences and different you know techniques and ideas here and there yeah. but primarily you know I, I wrote all the instrumentals for that so with this new stuff, um, I've, I'm writing the majority of the instrumentals, and then basically what we're going to do is um, I'm just going to get all the raw guitars, send it over to Dan, because Dan does production and, and recording on his own as well. And then oh, we'll have, sick. Yeah, we'll have Gilly go in and then just program drums over that and then learn the drums he programs, and then Andres and I will kind of team up on vocal stuff here and there. And Dan is going to be working on, I believe he's going to write one of the new songs and then write an intro and interlude and some other stuff too. So it's a little, it's becoming a little bit more of a team effort now for sure which is awesome so i'm, I'm excited to hear what he comes up with and uh, and uh, all that stuff but majority of the of the music direction and all that stuff is is on my hands so far so oh damn but like like I, I honestly i love i love that anyways like that's how i am too like right i'm very like anal and like i'm like oh dude I, it needs to be written this way because yeah it is this way like there's no yeah. other way dude i'm i'm the exact same way you know i i, I told the guys you know that I forewarned him, I forewarned Dan, and you know, what I mean, I was like, hey man, so I could be kind of a pain in the ass to work with sometimes, but I feel <laughs> like at least, at least I recognize it, you know, now, so that's good. But you know, ten, you know, eight, ten years ago, I was just, I was probably pretty hard to work with for at, you know, sometimes. So, but yeah, the same, I'm the same way, man. If I have a vision, if I kind of see how 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 I think it should be, I'm I'm a little hard headed with it. So it's it's good to uh, kind of pull the reins back and uh, and see what these guys are doing with it. So. 
exactly and like and but like but like being the people we are it's kind of almost hard to do that <laughs> like, yeah it's it's it, it's hard dude you know how it is man it's like uh but i mean you know for me it's 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 one of those things where i think before with uh with those other bands you know we had obligate we had obligations you know we had we had our sound we had a we had the yep. label we had our, our label that we had to appease this is the direction that we are this is what we have to be with with traditions it's more relaxed you know it's fun it's uh, it's not something that we're like all, you know. Yes, we want we want to take this to the next level. We we want to tour as much as possible. We want to get signed. You know, it's 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 yeah. a it's a fun project, and there's not a lot of obligations or a lot of, of things that we're gonna, that we have to tie down to, which is great, man. Because it I feel like it just makes makes for smoother sailing when there's not any of these obligations that you have to uh that you have to commit to and all that stuff. So I mean, if if it takes off and it does well, then you know, then that's awesome. But I mean, it's not something that we're it's not an expectation, you know what I mean? So. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, like, trust me. Like, that's that's my band in a in the, the smallest nutshell on the planet. Like, right. We're not going anywhere, but we're stoked that we're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, dude. Okay, so when I first, I I had never heard of you guys before, and then we played with you guys at uh at, at the uh, at Brooks Bar, and I was yeah. like, okay, I was checking out your guys' setup, and I was like, oh, that's cool. They have like a little marquee, and I was like, oh shit homie's got like a bunch of pedals and stuff and i was like okay what's this <laughs> and then dude i was the whole time i think i was i think our old bass player danny was next to me and i was like dude this band is fucking sick dude i love you guys <laughs> i dude, absolutely so loved cool. you guys yeah you guys had that total like you know locust kind of like ralph macchio the daughters kind of thing going on and stuff and i was like oh, yeah this shit yes. this shit's hard bro I, I loved it yeah i was super into it super into it and then switching the instruments and pulling the, you guys pulled the drums over into like the the patio and shit and i was like all right yeah these fools are six Oh, still, <laughs> dude, that's so sick, man. Yeah. Like, don't I, ca- don't count yourself out, man. You never know, dog. Especially with our with our scene, this our, this kind of music is started is it's picking it's picking up steam, like for real, dude. Especially after the lockdown's done or the stay at home order, rather, people are gonna be psyched to go to shows, and it's I think it's gonna be could be a renaissance for music and for sure once everything's cool. That's so true. Like, no, honestly, that 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 is that is extremely true because, like, I, I mean, I I. Like when when this first happened, I was like, dude, okay, cool. I can stay home, like figure out writing and all this stuff. And like the more yeah. I think about it, it's like, damn, dude, I miss playing shows like a lot. Like Oh yeah. And, dude, I, yeah. I'm right, I'm right there with you, man. Like for me, playing shows was was the that was that was the end game for me after you know my old bands had broken up with my new band. It was like, yeah, shows that's where that's the release, that's where it's at. That's the yep. that's that's the fun part about being in a band, really, you know? Yep. And uh, it gives you greater appreciation for it, dude. I'm sure every band, you know, big or small, brand new, you know, twenty year old veteran bands, they all they all probably are getting that itch pretty heavy right now. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah, dude. And this it's just weird to know that you like you can't play. Like there's like there's times yeah. where it's like, Oh damn! Like yeah, we're just not gonna play for a while. But no, like you physically can't not play unless you want to play some like backyard show that like technically quote unquote illegal. Like right, and it's just like damn. <laughs> yeah, man, I feel bad for some of these venues too. You know, that was one of the yeah. big worries. You know, when out of the gate was like, damn, how are these places gonna survive? You know what I mean? these spots that have been around for you know 20 30 plus years like chain reaction glass house all these venues that we've gone to a ton and that you know have a lot of great memories being at and uh you know we just got to hope for the best that they can survive or that you know they get some kind of help and stuff so dude and like i've been seeing like a lot of stuff on instagram about like like people like signing petitions to like for like the government to help like music venues and stuff and i was like oh dude that that'd be fucking perfect like that'd be great yeah that'd be awesome 
I mean, it's 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 a place where people congregate, and a lot of a lot of positive things happen. Yes, everyone always thinks like like uh, the the normies, not like people that we like we play with or anything. Right. Like, like they they think oh they're just screaming about like Satan, right. <laughs> and, like, and like it's like right. dude no, but hardcore is probably more positive than any of the music you're listening to right now. Oh, dude, totally for sure. You know what I mean? But um, I mean it's it's just in general too, like the the shame about any venue whether it's like a, you know, a Carnegie hall or just some like shit kicker dive bar venue or something. You know what I mean? It's just like that. They're going to be one of the last ones, you know, to, to get the, get the uh, thumbs up, you know what I mean? Just because you got small spaces or you got enclosed areas with people together being loud and sweating. And it's, it's just a, it's just a bummer, man. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully this, uh, we'll get, you know, I hate saying getting back to normal, you know what I mean? But hopefully we can get back to some semblance of how things were this, you know, fairly soon, but you know what I mean? Just got to be vigilant. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, but like, like, dude. See, like, like, ah, oh, dude. Now, I, I do. I because I feel like when, when, like, this is yeah, exactly when this is finally over. Like, at least something. Like, I just, I, I want to get like all like the the homie bands together and just play like this stupid huge show and like, like, uh, I, like, I want you guys, dude. Because like when we saw you guys, I was like, holy shit! Like, this is fucking sick like it, it, like you guys just <laughs> you guys were just gnarly and i i love i love the sound and it was just it was it was awesome so i was so glad to be playing there and like also that venue like it just playing outside in a on a like, covering thing or whatever on a golf course was <laughs> yeah dude sick. the golf course i know dude i didn't even know that that that's how it was there like i just pulled up um when it, when i think the first band was just starting to get started and i was like there's people that are on a driving range like right there what the hell this is crazy <laughs> yeah dude oh man once that first show that first show back with the homies dude someone's gonna die for sure <laughs> oh, someone's gonna die yeah. and we ha- and we had we had a little i remember we were talking about doing that like little short um like socal run with you and marrow um I think, yeah. it was to, I think it was supposed to happen this month so yeah we got to make up for lost time with that yes please that would be so much fun dude that would be oh hell yeah yep. damn dude yep, yep, yep. hell yeah dude, dude so like uh so so then i know we were talking about like what you're doing right now like are you guys is, is so is, it's gonna be a full-length record that you guys are doing yeah it's gonna be a full length i mean we pretty much just uh we had a, a little uh kind of zoom band meeting uh, via instagram a few days ago and decided that we we're just gonna do a full length i mean we had talked about it before and it's it's one of those things where i just feel like you know getting back into a, a musical um industry mindset it might not be like a feasible thing for a band our size to do a full length record you know what i mean yeah. like we're, we're a small yeah. band and a lot of bands nowadays are just doing the thing where they're dropping like an ep or maybe like writing a record dropping two eps you know you know a year yep. or drop or dropping a single here and a couple a single here in the next few weeks and so but it just kind of turned into that. I mean, we've got plenty of time right now. You know what I mean? We've got a lot of time on yeah. our hands. And I had uh, right when the uh, the stay at home orders happened, and I stopped working. I, I had like two songs written, and then I was like, I'm just gonna write a record. I have all the time to do it now. And then it just kind of progressed into songs. And the guys are all stoked on them. You know, I, I'll send them some ideas or send them a song that I that I wrote. And like, hey, let me know what you think. And they're all stoked. So now that we've got Dan working on some music as well, I mean, that's gonna you know it might be like nine songs and an interlude or an intro or eight songs or 10 songs and an intro. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, man, we're going to do a full length. So it should be, should be pretty rad, man. I mean, might as well, if we got the songs out, just record them and get them out there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, exactly, dude. And like, 
I'm I'm also like of like the like I guess in the way that old school mind like I don't like I yeah I I love EPs and like singles can be cool but like I hate the idea of just releasing one song I I like when I listen to music I listen to a full record at once I don't do like random stuff like like shuffle I can't do it yeah I, just, I know what song's coming next and it better be the next song like that's what blows my mind totally especially if it's a new record too you know yeah like, if it, I I do, it, I do do you kind of bummed if it's a band I really dig and it's it's only like three song little like ep i'm like ah whatever it's cool but yeah, yeah like actually getting like a full a full-on full-length record like yeah that's that's fun to just sit down and kind of dissect it and listen to it and, and and take it all in for sure so yeah i'm i'm excited man i'm from the songs like i sent you some of the demo stuff i feel like it's definitely a lot more cool i feel like oh, it's yeah. it's it's a little bit heavier but it's less hardcore per se you know than our, or oh, okay. less less yeah less in the hardcore vein that than our other stuff was i you know i mean we're not, yeah. even, bef- even before we were a, you know a traditional hardcore band we were like a metalcore band so yeah, yeah. but um you know with this the new stuff's just a lot it's just a good nice progression and uh and maturity as far as the sound goes i'm really stoked and you know i, I put a lot more, i think i put a lot more heart into into writing this stuff before the way i write songs it's it's very methodical it's very mechanical too you know I mean? like i would be like okay. okay so i would hear something in my head i would kind of jot it down do like a voice memo text and like oh this is how it's gonna be blah, 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 blah. and it's everything's kind of like laid out before i even start tracking stuff this okay. one was just, this one was just kind of like you know just just you know going through the through the emotions of, of dealing with the pandemic and what you know my personal situation you know being you know pissed off and frustrated and, yeah you know worried about my friends and family like all that stuff kind of went into the the writing and the creative process of this and i think it's gonna show for sure I, i'm really proud of how that Music sound is gonna the, that is gonna show in in the uh, musicality of it. So, oh, dude, see like, that's cool. Like, and uh, like, of course, like I, 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 see, I love hearing that. Like, like knowing that, like, uh, I, I feel like every artist should pour themselves out into it. Of course, and like, it, right, it's, it, it's always a bummer. Like when it, like, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely the exact same way. It's like, yo, I'm gonna like I'm playing this way because I feel this way and I need I need to express it. Even though I'm just playing drums, like I still can express it like by hitting it harder or doing it something in, along those lines. So yeah, that's so badass. Totally, totally, man. And um before I mean like the all the music that I've written, you know, with, with this band and with my other bands, there there was a lot of heart in into it, but I oh, always feel like I always feel like for me, it's more of like the technical aspect. Like I'm like yeah. trying to think, like, oh, what would be a cool transition here? It'd sound like a funky bridge. What would you not think would happen? You know, what what, what do you think would not come next? But with this, it yeah. was just it was just a little bit more just raw as far as the emotion, but more technical as far as the actual playing and stuff for me okay. as far as guitar goes. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. Dude, I so am I. That's gonna be so sick. And like, so Thanks, man. Are, yeah, of course, dude. Like, that's gonna be so sick. And also knowing that, like, so uh first of all okay i'm gonna ask you like like did you are you guys gonna record it anywhere and then once are you gonna release the pandemic i mean of course it's still going or are you gonna wait until it's like over well tentatively right now um we're we we're gonna try to release it before the end of the year um recording wise what what we're gonna do is we're gonna go uh actually record a single um i believe this song is gonna be on the record as well anyways but we're gonna go towards the end of august and with my buddy Daniel Castleman, okay. you might, you might, I'm sure you might have heard his name thrown in there. You know, JP and, and Mike Cameron, all the guys from War are, are really close with Daniel. He's he's an awesome. He was the guy uh, for Lambesis Studios, uh, Tim Lambesis' oh, wow. old studio. Yeah, yeah, my band, my 
um, my old band recorded with him quite often, and we'd actually recorded our last single, Devil, with him, and then he mixed and mastered the EP. So we're going to go Whoa. in with him. Yeah, yeah, he's a great dude. Super easy to work with, super professional, awesome. Gets great sounds, dude. He's, he's the shit. So what our plan is, is to go record drums with him, and then actually we're going to record uh, vocals, and guitars, and bass, and all that stuff with Dan, our new bass player. Um, he's been working really hard on, on mixing and mastering and working on engineering stuff so we're just gonna have this be kind of like a trial run um record all the all the guitars bass vocals with him drums with daniel and then dan our bass player dan mix everything and then have daniel master it so it's gonna be a little bit of a hodgepodge you know we're not doing it all in one bot but that's the plan for the single and i'm pretty sure that's what's the plan or that's what the plan's gonna be for the uh for the record so damn dude but that's yeah cool. live that's sick yeah dude live drum sorry to cut you off i was gonna say yeah live drums all all the other stuff at his oh dude like no no and don't worry like cut me off as much as you can like, no. <laughs> like I, I talk sure. too much but like dude like same like, same <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like the thing is like i you said like the hodgepodge of like throwing it at different places like to me like i understand like yeah it would be it would be cool to have everything at, uh, in one spot but right also having all those different hands in it could give you like a different feel of like what like this guy's gonna throw this feeling on it because he's feeling this way or uh, like so many like x is right there like to say but like that's 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 sick to me to me i love that knowing that you're going multiple different places because you're gonna get a different feeling yeah i hear that too and it's not like it's a scenario where there's too many cooks in the kitchen because the music yeah the music the actual recording and the, all the instruments that's you know what is that's already laid out we're we already got that good to go but to have different ears you know, to have our bass yep. player Dan's ear, to have Daniel, the engineer's ear, you know, having them kind of, you know, see what they hear together and work together on that. It's going to sound really rad. Um, we recorded our, our first EP that way as well. So basically, we recorded all the instruments um, with uh, our buddy Nick DePiro. He's in a band called Night Versus. Oh, okay. Um, super good dude. He he does uh, band recordings out of his pad. Yeah, he's, he's rad, man. He's super dope. So we recorded all the stuff, all the instruments with him, and then we sent all of that with... Uh, to Daniel to mix and master. And I really dig the sound of that a lot. I really, really dig the sound Heck and how yeah. it came out sonically. Like, dude, and wait, yeah. did you, like, it cut out, did you say Night Versus? Yeah, oh, Night Versus. damn, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely know of that. Like, I, like, wait, the, wait, you, what, the guy's name was, you said Eric? No, Nick. No, not, Nick. no, Eric's the drummer. Yeah. Eric's the drummer. That's, that's the homie too. Shout out to Eric. Eric's the shit, man. That dude's probably, bro, he's like top 10 drummer in the world, man. That fool the shit dude yes. so yeah yeah he's in uh, you know he's in i'm sure you already know he obviously know he's fever with with jason butler and shit too so yep um yeah yeah eric's the man super super rad dude but his uh so nick DePiro, the guitar player for night oh, versus okay, is, okay. is the dude yeah he he tracked the uh first ep so yeah and he did our other stuff too like the the first original singles Andres, just the two of us so he's been a big part of the of the band as far as the production have value of stuff so Damn, dude, that's so sick. That's so yeah. awesome, man. Hell yeah, man. I feel like I'm just band name dropping. Like, oh, fuck, attack, attack. <laughs> you no know, night versus, you know, me and Nick, we had a steak dinner one time. It was super dope. And, you know, I saw Eric drum in person before, like, you know, in his basement and shit. So, actually, I have, a, I have a good Eric story. Our, our, yeah. our, our drummer, I, 
our old drummer for I Omega, he had he had something going on, and Eric actually filled in for a show with us, like at some festival. Oh, what, dude, bro? P- playing playing like five songs with that dude was so fucking easy. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, you're 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 super good at drums, bro. <laughs> and that this this was like eight years ago, man. So yeah, he's he's definitely he's doing okay for himself. Oh right. yeah, dude, just a little dude, bit, just a little bit, just a tiny dude, like just a skosh. Yeah, just a skosh. <laughs> Dude, no, I follow that dude on Instagram. It's it's ridiculous yeah. to see what he can do. It's dumb. Yeah, he's insane, man. He's been like that since I've met him, dude. Like the first time I met that dude was at a chain show, and I I want to say it was it was a hardcore show or something. And he's like, you, you know, he 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 used to dance too. So and obviously he's an acrobat and shit. Yeah. So he's doing like capoeira, fucking flip ninja kicks in the pit and stuff. And <laughs> and I was like, this kid's insane. He was like four. I think he was like fifteen or sixteen or something like that. And he was like, yeah, I never had to drop man i'm just into working out and playing the drums and he's just a, he's a dedi- he's a dedicated cat man it's, it pays off dude he's such a ripper such a ripper dude that <laughs> that's just so cool <laughs> to hear dude because like when you said i because i cut out and i was like wait night night for, wait a minute that's ridiculous but dude yeah. that's it hell yeah those are my boys dude fucking super close with those guys i love riley eric Nick, the homies for sure dude that's so sick oh hell my yeah. god like, <laughs> dude like um so like once like uh finally once all of this stuff is over do you, have you guys had do you have anything like any ideas planned like tours or shows or anything planned like right oh i mean technically you can't right no nah, like, we we were gonna ha- actually we were uh talking about doing one at brooks bar um this month because because like you know when we discussed our show with you it's outside so it's mm-hmm. a little bit more oh, i guess okay. quote unquote safe you know what i mean it was a little yeah. safer but you know riverside is is shut down as far as bars are concerned now too so um that was pretty much all we had planned as far as live music so right now it's it's really open man i have we have no idea um the the short-term plans are just to finish writing these finish writing the record um practice when we can you know we practiced a few times together um since uh since march but just just practice and get the songs done and go record and then you know see where everything is you know in the in the fall see how everything's looking you know so yeah, no, no plans, no plans yet. I guess once once things are are back to you know business as usual, and we're able to play shows and possibly tour, I mean, we'll probably do something just something short, you know, something with you guys and Marrow would be awesome. Like we were supposed to do. Hell this yeah. Month. Um, maybe like a short run to Oregon. Um, our buddy's band uh, in Oregon, they're called Hostilities. They're awesome. We actually did those shows. Oh yeah. Yeah, with with uh, Common War and them. Um, you know, my buddy Jeff, he's the bass player there, and he wants to get us up there too because he has uh, an agency that's based in and uh yeah so going up there would be super cool just any west coast states going to arizona you know going to vegas doing doing short little runs here would be awesome you know i mean little weekend warriors would be ideal right now and then who knows man maybe you know in the um if we can if we can get the means to to hit the road and do like an actual like real tour that'd be cool man we'd be in for it definitely damn that's so cool like that's so awesome, man! Like I, I, I'm just stoked. Like everything you've told me is just so, so sick. So I'm, I'm like just. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, same here, man. What do you guys got going on? Like, what's going on with you with the with the cell damage, man? What's the plan as far as music and stuff and writing and touring and all that shit? Once it's every, once uh, everything's good to go. Honestly, like uh, we we've gotten a, uh, together to practice a little bit, and like it's nice. just uh, yeah, it, it's been amazing. Like because uh, like for the first two months, like I was just like. I'm not going to talk. I don't want to see anyone like I just, right, yeah. I'm like, terrified of the world. And then, right. <laughs> then, then I saw a show happen up here and I was just like, and I, it's not that I was going to play, but I was like, yo, I need to practice. I, I just need to like 
jam and then like we all got to get like all three of us got together and like practiced and then we like we're like whoa like and we started like like trying to like think of things to write and all this stuff and it's it's been it's been super super fun so we've been trying to practice regularly which is yeah so much easier now that like like it like works very like cut back or like i don't even have a job right now so that's perfect oh and damn like, <laughs> damn did, but, did you did you get furloughed or did you get let go or something or? no actually I, because like at my job like i was just like so i live with my dad and he's 70 and uh, oh, okay. I, I have a five-year-old son and oh, okay. both they're both at the opposite ends of the spectrum for like getting this like like disease or whatever absolutely yeah and so I was just like, yo, I'm, I gotta quit. Like, this is like, I can't, I, I can't like risk it. And like, I worked at a, an auto parts store and I'm literally with people like basically touching my face all day, it seems like. And like, right. so I'm not gonna deal with that. So I, I, I quit, which sucked. I hated doing, but then um, I was able to get unemployment, which was That's sick. So, so I've just been able to hang out with my son for these last two months and like not die. Yeah, that's that's good, man. I, I appreciate you, you, your son, and your dad are dead, which is awesome. I'm stoked. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I hear you. I'm the same way, dude. Like, I, I pretty much was. I was following the. I mean, I don't know if you want to get too much into the coronavirus or anything, but I, you know, and then, you know, it's long story short, I was following it when it went on in China, and yeah. my my best friend actually lived out there for. I want to say it was 15 years. Um, he's wow. an architect. Yeah, he's an architect. So he was uh, he was building like the new Disneyland out there, and he had a bunch of projects what? out there. Yeah, yeah. So he moved back um, in like early December, and I was asking him. I was like, "Yeah, did you know anybody that was dealing with this?" And he was like, "No, not really. Like, it didn't really affect him. I'm not quite sure what part of China he was at. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, but you know, I was I was a little bit worried about it, and I was following the whole story and the and the whole, the spread of it, and I was like, "Oh, this is not." good man i think this is going to end up coming here yeah and um you know regardless of you know where anybody's political you know ideals align i mean we could all much you know safely say that our leadership kind of dropped the ball on this so um, <laughs> yes 100 yeah, i mean you know you know not to 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 be to be judicial or to be you know to be pc i'll say that so um yeah so i i actually st i actually stopped working on uh march i think it was march 12th so i i no i'm sorry it was the it was the 13th was my last day it was friday the 13th so oh wow 13 tattoos and yeah, then I, oh it, damn yeah and then i went to a wedding the next day uh one of my best friends got married i went to a wedding with my girl and um after that wedding it was it she went home and i was like oh, i'm quarantining and you know and i got a, a few uh, you know a few days head start on it and stuff so i've been pretty vigilant about it man you know staying at home you know i've only seen my girl a few times you know since then too because she lives at home still with uh with her parents and you know her parents are both you know and the, they're in their early 60s but they both um so oh, it was okay. one of those things where you wanted to be safe and, you know they vice versa and all that stuff so but stuff stuff started to like you said you went to a show you know stuff for me has started to to simmer down a little bit as far as you know my vigilance for for you know making sure i'm not talking to anyone or being around anyone you know i mean i'm still you know i'm not just saying fuck it and just going out and partying with my friends or anything you know, I'm, still, <laughs> you know, I'm still wearing a mask you know i'm still just going to work coming home and seeing my seeing my lady when i can and stuff and uh, that's pretty much it but yeah oh. i went off on a tangent i don't Started no dude in. no it's um, all good like no like uh, no i like 
like uh no i i i think you said like i went to a show no i i definitely didn't go to a show i i was i saw a show happened and it freaked oh. me out. yeah oh yeah 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 so if you're like don't do it they're all gonna die yeah, dude, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. because because like <laughs> that, that would have been me i would have been the dude like at the door say like if you come in here you're going to die like, yeah right he's okay. just like <laughs> just handing out santa just squirting sanitizer <laughs> people they're running the show <laughs> fuck away from me demons <laughs> That's funny. I think I know what venue. I think I know what venue that it was too. We played there together, I believe. Correct. So that, yep, the, the, yep. 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 Okay. For sure. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. So, but I, I yeah. think I know what you're. I think I know what show you're talking about. I saw that too, and I was like, oh shit. Get yeah. It. Get dude, it. And it was, yeah. Dude. Seriously. Like. Like it, it. And it was packed, which was like mind blowing. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, what the dude? Like. Right. This is real. Like, please be scared. You please be scared. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, if if there's if I mean. If there's anything, I guess that there's maybe not that many cases out there. I mean, maybe yeah, it's not as bad. True. You know what I mean? I know Riverside, you know, supposedly is doing real bad right now. So, um, and that's, I mean, it's still Inland Empire, but it's, you know, it's, it's up, it's down the hill from you guys, but still like, mm, yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't risk it, man. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to, trying to fuck around. Not yet, man. I would love to, would love to, but I'm, you know, I'm going to stay cautious. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. But, dude. And then, um, I, I noticed, like, on your Instagram, like, it's like it says EMG artists. So, are you endorsed by them? Yeah, dude. So, I had the I had uh, an EMG an EMG and I, I just got dropped for saying the wrong name. EMG <laughs> endorsement, EMG endorsement with my old man with I Omega. Um, my myself and my old guitarist, we were both endorsed by EMG and uh, Jackson what? guitars. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. What? Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he had I had a Laney amp sponsorship, and then he had a EVH, <laughs> which I was super jealous of because I love I love fucking fifty one fifties man. That's yes, my, yeah. Eddie Van Halen's my hero, so I was like, bastard. But yeah, we had <laughs> we had those endorsements, and then I actually got in touch with uh, my old EMG rep, and I'm like, hey, I have a new band, you know, you want to check it out? And you know, I sent him the music, and he was he was stoked on it, and he's like, yeah, you're good to go, man. So yeah, I'm still on there, what? man. Still on the website and everything, dude. Freaking like a boss, dude. <laughs> dude that's oh man because when i read that i was like no fucking way like i was like like not not in a negative way i was just fuck, i was just Yo, this sucks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here. dude that's exactly what i said yeah. like he can, like he could barely do sweeps bro <laughs> he's not that metal he's not that metal yeah dude, dude. <laughs> but like just to see that like whenever i see like that at all i'm like what the fuck like that's it, it blows my mind so that's i am so i'm so stoked for you that's so thanks sick, man. man yeah it's yeah. honestly dude the, the way we got it was with uh with the old band you know obviously having the label helped and stuff but we just yeah. we, get, we get hooked up with nampas and we just oh. just chopped it up with them dude honestly like like it just we just hustled we went into the, to the companies and uh you know introduced ourselves one year and you know just got, just got some information and like, yeah we're you know we got a coming band and we're doing this just kind of kept in touch with these people and then um you know had our label you know push push uh us to rep them and then it, it just worked out man it was awesome damn and dude I, that, yeah. that's so cool that, it's so cool like like how you said like like i mean like you literally uh, put feet to the ground and just went for it and like that's that's to me like would be terrifying i'd be like oh hey Hey, I just want to get. <laughs> can I? Can you give me like free stuff for way cheaper? And like, oh, I'd be terrified, dude. No, dude, no. You're you're you have the right attitude, and you're cool, dude, man. If you, it's the it's the people that are that that think that they're owed it. They're like, yeah. So you guys want to sponsor me? Like, <laughs> like those are the ones that they're like, ah, fuck off, you know. But if you're like super chill and nice, you know, I mean, they'll they'll hear you for sure. But yeah, and the Nam passes. I I heard 
that now you can buy them, which is good. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Before, okay. Because it used to, back in the day, um, you used to be able to, to to buy passes, no problem. But then I guess there was a bunch of, like, scams, a bunch of counterfeit passes. So they, it, it was only, it was invite only for a long time. Like, you'd have to invite it. But now I, I believe you can buy which is cool, man. It's worth it, dude. It's super fun to go and check out all these new products and, you know, see cool demos from musicians and bands you like and, you know, just kind of schmooze around and rub elbows with some you never know, man. It's it's it does work like that for sure. Especially if you make good contacts with people and they you leave a good impression and and you know if your band's doing good and they they dig it, you know, you can get hooked up for sure. Dude, see like that's so cool to know. And like, yeah, I remember when like Nam like I, I remember when there was like only in like invite or if like you're like a like a like a company or something like that, you could go and I was just like, damn dude, that would be so sick to like at least see stuff, but like to know that they're like like selling passes again is so sick i i would love to go i've never been i've always been i've always wanted to go <laughs> yeah check it out and it, i mean there's also like people that you know there's friends of friends that know company people that give out passes a lot too you know what i mean like oh, cool. there's yeah like I, I remember my buddies used to work at guitar center they would go before, they would just get passes from guitar center or just friends of friends that would hook people up with passes and you know just different guest passes it's cool man it's super fun to check out at least twice you know what i mean and, and seeing all the cool products and all that shit. After a while, it does get kind of boring. It becomes like the same thing over and over again. But yeah, um, but yeah, but it, for the most part, it's it's pretty sick, man. So I'm hoping that you know, here we go again. Once uh, once we're able, that they actually have that the convention, we can we can go check it out. Dude, yes, like oh, that's that's so sick, dude. Like yeah, be, I, I I don't know, like I've, I because like like the one thing I just recently saw. I mean, I'm pretty. I think it's pretty old, but like. I'm not a huge fan of the band, but just watching the guitarist, I was watching Carbomb's guitarist, and the way he works, like, is mind blowing. Like, like his pedals, it's just. Oh, I'm I, I Danny and I are obsessed with pedals, and we're we don't even play guitar, and right, <laughs> and we just throw them on his vocals. Yeah, I was listening to your interview with um shit. Who was it? It was uh, I think it was one of the dudes from Marrow, and you were talking about your obsession with pedals, and you're like, oh yeah, 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 and I was like, oh. So Dude, I'm into pedals too, man. My, I think my favorite one is probably the Rick, the Ricochet. The uh, I think it's I don't want to say it's Digitech, but it's basically like the whammy pedal. I think oh you might yes, where you like you hit it, and it's like basically like a guitar dive bomb. That thing is the shit. I fucking love that pedal, man. It's it's super rad. So I feel and share your affinity for. It. And dude, there's <laughs> there's all kinds of sick pedal companies there, man. Like just crazy loopers and all kinds of cool, all kinds of cool shit there. Dude, yes. Like trust me, like when like. Because I'm really into like Montreal Assembly. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No, like, no. They're uh, like we. Danny and I have two of their pedals. One's called the Count to Five. It is the most like random, huh. crazy. Th I I don't know. Uh, like I'll send you some like videos of them. They're so sick, dude. Dude, but, yes, go for it. Yeah. Well, I, I know some of those pedals that you guys were messing with uh, at the show. Like you had, they just were making like some crazy ass noise and shit. And you, are you running those through an amp as well, or through, like a guitar head? I couldn't remember that. Oh, Are you yeah, yeah. through a PA? Uh, no, we actually run them through uh, because, like, we've always been told, like, like whenever we go to a show and like they see our pedal board and like they notice that it's like they're it's hooked up to vocals, they're like, "You're you're gonna fuck up my PA." And I'm like, "No, oh, we're yeah. not. Like, <laughs> like we we know how to do this." And like, right. And like, but so after that, we uh, like Danny's vocals still run through the PA, but like they're not like they're not like pinned levels or anything. They're like right. They're, correct and then our noise board we we bought an acoustic like g120 i'm pretty sure it's a solid state like 
two by a two by twelve. I think two by twelve. That thing okay. is the loudest amp on the planet. And hell yeah. And we just run it. We just run it for noise, and it sounds amazing. And and the natural tone you get out of it is really sick. There's a lot of like shit that you can do with it. So I, if anyone doesn't have that amp, just buy one. <laughs> it's hell yeah. so good, dude. And do you guys run it through like clean channel, or do you guys run it through distortion? Or I, I'm gonna assume uh, just, I would, distortion, right? I'm, I would assume, right? Oh, actually, no. We run it through a clean, which is ironic. Oh, okay. Like, nice. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, just be, I, 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 because like we've never we've never like messed with like the distortion on it, just because like we like the cleanliness of like the the weird grinding sound we get out of it, which is yeah. ironic. Like, hell yeah. But but yeah, like uh, anything that we're running, like I, I'm gonna try that now because that's that would probably be really gnarly and like just create a wall of sound it did what sounds it would probably sound super brutal on distortion <laughs> i mean the the tones you were you guys were getting were gnarly i mean just the sounds like sonically it was it was brutal and, and fucking loud and do it <laughs> that's so sick dude <laughs> oh man hell yeah that's so sick dude and then like okay so like i i, I like this <laughs> this goes for like all bands like 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 so i what i like to ask people is just like 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 your best slash your worst show ever like it doesn't have to be with traditions it could be with any oh, you've ever been with but like <laughs> yeah like what's the best and the worst show oh, okay um the best okay do you want me to go best or worst first or does does it really matter okay i'll, I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go i'll go best first i'll go best first start, we'll start good. <laughs> hell yeah good news first. <laughs> so i the best would probably be it probably would be a tie between playing at the at the Gorge, in Washington on War. Um, it was for some reason I, I don't know if we just got lucky slot, but we were doing it on the ball stage. We just had fucking money, dude. Must have been like six or eight, and it was insane. And they were all stoked, like they went off. What? Yeah, like we just we uh, we had some friends and fans that came from Canada to uh, come check us out too. No but, way! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was that show was insane. Like if there was just a sea, of, they were stoked. You know what I mean? Not it wasn't like an insane like everyone hitting. But it was mo- the majority of the people that were watching us were getting into it and and going. So that that was awesome. Um, but maybe slightly better than that would be the the time the first time I played the Glass House. Um, oh, dude, dude. So my favorite punk rock band of all time is a band called Strung Out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So. Their guitar player, uh, Jay Kiley, he used to give lessons to Ryan my So we, we became homies with them. You know, we'd get guitar lessons from them. You know, we'd chill and them and kick it and stuff. And then they had a show at the Glass House, and he actually asked us. He's like, would you guys want to open up? And we're like, oh, what? fuck. Yeah, so it was only a three-band bill. It was my band, Threshold. It was a band called uh, The Wilhelm Scream. And oh, wow. Yeah, 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 and, uh, and Strung Out. Bands, <laughs> yeah, and it was at first I was mad nervous, dude, because like my my old band, it was not in anywhere close to um Wilhelm Scream or Strung Out's music. It was like yeah, bas- basically like the some dude did did a write up and a review on us and said that we were basically emo force. We were Dragon Force mixed, <laughs> which I thought was the funniest shit, dude. We loved it. it was like imagine Dragon Force Claudio Sanchez on like old singer <laughs> Joe, like the highest pitch voice in the planet, dude. So, anyways, I was super nervous about it, and the crowd just went nuts, man. They were they were stoked as fuck. We had a good draw because it's Pomona, and we're from we were that band was uh, located in Lauren, so we had a lot of people there too. But I mean that that show playing with you know my favorite punk band, 
pretty much one of my, you know, my second favorite band of all time uh, at the Glass House. And just that, that would probably be my best show. Worst show. I already know this. That's way too easy. <laughs> um, we, we had a headliner. Uh, uh, so we had a headliner at House of Blues <laughs> in Anaheim with I Omega. And it, it was just one of those shows where literally everything went on stage like you know this is a <laughs> Damn, this is a, a nightmare you know waking up in the in the front of your class naked fucking nightmare and shit. <laughs> um my i i did a i did like a guitar swing and i busted the bottom of my stock like i, sh- I busted a couple of my tuning pegs off what mid song um so i was playing the song and it was like, you know it was just like super <laughs> bad tune um our drummer andrew uh love you andrew shout out buddy um he was super fucking shit faced so he was playing really really bad <laughs> He was fucking up songs left and right. Um, our guitar players' guitar cut out a bunch during the set. Um, it was just really, really, really awkward, and it was a, it, and it was our headliner. Oh, and damn. there was and there was probably you know maybe like two two fifty two two hundred fifty people there. <laughs> Dude, and oh it was just God. after every song, it was just quiet. It was just oh, really quiet. Dude, and you know and you know how your friends are. You know your friends for you, and and they love you. If you have a bad you have a bad set and stuff, they're like man could say you know this shit was like you got we went to the firing squad they're like what happened like, like that was <laughs> oh, that was one of the most embarrassing things i've ever, like people were just like felt embarrassed for you guys it was just it was there was no escape like you couldn't go anywhere it was crazy <laughs> dude <laughs> it, it was it was so so bad that was the worst one but we i think we i'm pretty sure we went back and had a show and it show so but yeah that that was pretty that was pretty torturous man it was pretty shitty <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. Thanks, so thanks. Sorry. By the way, I haven't thought about that in years. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Josh. Yeah, you're awesome, dude. I'm sorry. Great interview. Super good questions, bro. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That shit was fucked up, man. Oh, it was god. so fucked, up. dude. Oh my god, and like, and yeah, of course, me. I'm over here like laughing, but like, you're like, I, you know, you because you're in a band. You know how it is. You just got a mental picture of how that was, man. Oh, it's dude, yeah. Terrible. You know, yeah. It was, oh man, it was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Good times, good times. You're yeah, laughing at it now. Yeah, dude. dude. And, and, and you know me too, fucking Mr. Fucking, I run the show and shit back yep. then too. I was like, we fucking, you did this. And, you fucking did <laughs> and then there, Clay's like, yeah, but your guitar went out of tune and you did this. And it was just one, it was bad. It was like, not a good, yet we pissed off at each other after that shit. Dude, dude, I, I would good. be too, man. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Uh, but you know it is what it is. So you know, lesson learned. It was it was, it was a it was an experience for sure, dude. Yeah, it sounds like a great one, man. Yeah. Oh, super great, super great, <laughs> dude. So like back when we were in the best shows, let's just you know what, like we'll cut that one. We don't even need that one. No, just kidding. No, we yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, this is way less entertaining, bro. Like, oh, sick. So anyways, tell, tell us about how you shit your pants on stage, House of Blues, Anaheim. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! Like, so... <laughs> it was so bad, dude. dude oh my god! I, I wish I had video of that. I'm sure it's got to be. I, oh, I wish dude. I had video of that. That'd be so gnarly. Like, oh man, that's like some catatonic youth shit. Did you follow that guy on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, dude? Yeah, it was dude, like some catatonic oh youth god. shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Good times, Tommy. Good times, dude. Love so it. okay, you 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 mentioned saying that like your uh, second favorite band was Strung Out. So who's yes. your Who's your favorite band then? My favorite band of all time is Jimmy World. Oh, by far. Nice. Hands down. Yes. They that can do no is- Yep, they can do no wrong. I love everything they've ever done. Um 
am like crying baby when they play live and i get to see him like i love that band <laughs> dude like i i've always wanted to see them because i rem- i remember that for the first time it was like i when i st- first started watching fuse when it was still on like yeah uh seeing the, the music video pain and hearing that like dude that oh, so song good. oh my god and so that, good so good dude and like yeah. Then I went back and I listened to like the whole record of Futures, and then I was just like, oh, "What? What the hell, right. dude?" Yeah. yeah, even even the new shit that they've been they've been releasing is fucking solid. I went and saw them. Um, fuck, was first of the year? I don't remember. My my girlfriend surprised me with some tickets. They played in Orange County with uh, Third Eye Blind, wow. and uh, yeah, I went and saw them there. It's at like this. It's like kind of like uh, like an amphitheater, like in the middle of like nothing like dirt venue it was really weird but it was kind of a cool spot man it was super chill i wish i could remember the name of the spot but yeah that was a really good show and they they killed it man they they're they're flawless every single time i've seen them i do have a funny yeah. story i have a funny story with them so and uh i'll make this one short my homie chris <laughs> uh my homie chris he's a drummer for a band called assuming we survive um he's oh, a, wow. yeah 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 those are my boys dude i've shout out to aws those are my so him and i went and saw them uh play Excuse me. Uh, there, I think it was the the ten or twenty year anniversary of Bleed American. So they okay. went. Yeah, they played the whole that whole record in entirety and played um like eight or nine songs after that. So we were chilling, wow. watching the band, and then there was this drunk girl behind us, and um <laughs> she she was like she was like bumping into us and like kind of fuck being a kind of being an asshole, right? So so Chris, so Chris is like. Um, he's just like, hey, so can you like check your chick so you know she's not causing a problem? And that fool like straight loaked up on us. He's like, what's up, dog? Like he was like trying. He was he was like getting on our face like he wanted to scrap, right? And it right. Oh fuck, what Jimmy World? It's like one of the slowest, like like slowest, prettiest songs that Jimmy World's ever released was playing in the background. And I just looked at him and I was like, bro, listen to what you're listening to right now. Look where you're at. You're trying to fuck fight us. (laughs) <laughs> at a Jimmy World show with this freaking super slow ambient song in the background, homie. And as soon as I said that, the dude just kind of like at me and like somewhat like smirked. Like he was like, yeah, I'm being a fucking idiot right now. And he just <laughs> took his chick and just walked away. And I was like, oh, at Chris. dude. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at Chris. I was like, dude, I can't believe this fool was trying to fucking get down during this Jimmy World song. <laughs> it's like the, this is like the prettiest, nicest fucking song. And he's trying to get World Star on it right now. This is some bullshit, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude, that's amazing. It was it was hilarious. The show was amazing. I love that band. My favorite band by far, hands down. Love Jimmy. They're oh, the shit, dude. Dude, like, like, see now I'm like because like I've been like, like a like a strong just like like futures person and like and yeah, like so good. And I I've never gone like forward or backwards. So like I'm gonna check them all out now just because. Yeah, yeah, check them out. I feel like that they're even their newer stuff is is pretty is pretty damn good. I mean, futures is probably. That's got. It. I mean, besides Blue American, that's probably my favorite as well. Okay. Um, Big Casino, awesome too. They have, they have a lot of good shit, man. Def, highly recommend it. But it's just you know, it's just good, good feeling, you know, sugary, lovey music, and I'm just I'm into <laughs> it, man. I'm into it, even though yeah. I, even though I play metal, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, dude. My favorite bands: Black Dahlia Murder, Immure <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two. Fucking, yeah. Oh, you know. dude, that's the only band that exists, dude. It's the only band that just. I, I only wear windbreakers and camo shorts. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of fucked up because I'll ask my girl and everybody that knows me, and that's basically I basically all wears camo shorts and the occasional <laughs> windbreaker. So you know, but it, it's all good. It's all good, dude. I'll be rocking. I'll be rocking my camos and my windbreaker at the next Jimmy World show, like him. <laughs> 
not getting into a fight with some random dude in his dude yeah well he's gonna see those camo shorts and the windbreaker and be like yo never mind yo he's like this guy's at the wrong show man yeah. <laughs> hell yeah dude well like so like uh, this is like the last question I like to ask everyone. For sure. Uh, so, like, uh, if your band was a TV show, what TV show would it be? Oh fuck! Oh my god! Like a reality TV show, or just like a TV show? Anything. Dude. Any it, anything? It, it could be Man versus Wild. It could be like, <laughs> anything, dude. I'm like, I'm getting too literal with this right now. This is a good question. <laughs> um, uh, damn, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> um, let me think about this one for. Okay, so here, while I'm thinking, what what was your answer for you guys? I'll I'll ponder this for a minute. What about Cell Damage? What's Cell Damage's TV show counterpart? Dude, I, I, I because you know what's funny is that I've asked people this so many times, and someone asked me, and I was like, oh shit, I have never thought about this. <laughs> like, like, <Right>. and like, <laughs> and and um, uh, but like. I've had people answer like for me and stuff. So one, one dude said Rick and Morty and I was like, (laughs) it's spastic and weird. I, I understand that. (laughs) That's awesome. And and then um, someone, I was talking to Riley recently and he said like, dude, like we're like the office though. Like I, just because we're like all stupid and like, we're all on the verge of like, almost getting like <laughs> I, I i don't know like everyone's just like almost there of being like oh dude yeah you are this dumb like <laughs> right yeah. that's funny i was singing i was singing like if, if there was like a cholo version of the it would be that that's what I was, that's funny you said office too i was like i'm trying to think of like like any kind of show with that's kind of kind of a little bit weedy and there's people they smoke a bunch of weed but they also are kind of like boring dads but they also get down and party like i don't know man i can't i'm trying to think fuck i can't i can't i really can't i really i i'm you stumped me dude i i would not i wouldn't know what to say um i i can't do the office because you just said office um for fuck's sake i'm sorry sir i'm sorry you know what i just because just because andy works out a lot and he anything he's all buff and he's shit i'm gonna have to say jersey shore dog jersey shore <laughs> dude we can get yes. we can get we can get loud you know what i mean there's a we get ratchet every once in a while you know we uh, I, I listen to edm and shit and stuff sometimes you know so and he i'm sure i guarantee you know he's he's gone but he's really in real dude he's got a spray tan or something dude he has to he has to spray tan he's way he's he's way he's a little guy a little tint to him you know what i mean you know yeah is, yeah but I, I, let's let's go with jersey shore Hell yes, dude. That's that's such a good <laughs> like that. That dude. That that's why I like ending it because usually every person that says it is they're like, well, I don't fucking know, and they're like, I know, right? <laughs> See, I should have listened to the, the the end of the last podcast too, because I would have known this question was coming, and I'd have been like, I would have thought of a super cool answer to people to be like, dude, that band is totally fucking Shawshank Redemption. Or... <laughs> Like yeah, man, they're they're Friday after next. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, I feel that, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, but dude, like seriously, like thank you for wanting to even come on here. That was this is this has been so cool, dude. Fuck yeah, dude, so, a blast. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate oh. it. It's awesome. I can't wait till we get to to uh, actually, you know, get to do this in person, man. 
dude i know seriously just because like it was it was it was so funny like right before like like i was talking to danny i was like like i i think i've said hi to him once and like i because yeah. like, i don't talk to anyone most of the time i'm just like i play drums and then i walk away <laughs> i'm just like all right oh, there's, which there's is humans which is crazy because yeah like dude you're you're fucking your energy level is legit and i love it and I'm, i had a, I had a fucking blast talking to you I, i've said what's up to you a couple times but I mostly just talk to your brother and exactly see so yeah but yeah, we got to bro down now, man. Let's do it, dude. For real. Hug it up real big. You know, <laughs> a six-foot masked-up hug some, somehow, some way. <laughs> dude, hell yeah, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tape rulers to my arms and put hands on the end, dude. That's I oh, dude, like those little, like the little grab, grabby things? Yep. You know, those little claw things? Like, hey, what up, bro? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the only way I'm giving hugs now. I'm like, oh, oh, oh stay, right, stay right there, homie. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Give him a little nipple pinch. All right, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, dude. Okay, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm On that note, I'm gonna have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna say a fake goodbye, and then I'm gonna talk to you right after this. Cool. Sounds good, Doug. Okay, then I will talk to you later. Thank you for coming on. Of course, man. Thanks okay. for having me. Of course. All right, Josh. One plus two is okay. That, why? Why would I start anything with that? That was. Okay, I'm here. You know what? I should restart, but I'm not going to. But uh, you just finished that podcast with Tommy, didn't you? Yes, and I've asked you that multiple times if you finish podcasts. That is cool that you have. If you've gotten this far, you have won the prize. You'll hear that about the prize on another episode when I remember it, because I will forget after I say this. But that was so awesome that was because like like i said like you heard like i i have said what's up to him like maybe a couple times at, at shows that we played together and getting to like hear everything was like that he's done and all this stuff and also bringing up like you know the really harsh memories of the worst shows yeah i'm, I'm a good i'm a good guy right but like no that was so cool he's so nice and he's so easy to talk to and it was it was just very refreshing and I mean, every, literally everyone I've talked to has been super easy to talk to, and it's been so much fun. Uh, but uh, yes, thank you to Tommy for coming on. Please check out his band, Traditions. They're so sick, and I can't wait for uh, this record to drop. It's going to be super sick. Like, they're, they're, And they're some of the nicest dudes. It was just... It, I'm just so happy that he was able to come on, and even wanted to come on. So again, thank you, Tommy, for coming on, and please please go check out his band and uh you know what i hope everyone is staying safe and if you aren't then i hope you're not okay i'm sorry i i hope you're staying safe and i love you is that too soon sorry i love you <laughs> sorry whatever like, get out of here okay sorry but okay i hope you have uh, a good night or breakfast the, only those two things if this is in the evening or you're doing something like drying driving home from work I'm not wishing you a good day. I'm, it's only if at breakfast or at the other one I said I can't remember now. But uh, I love you. Bye.